All right, so we are doing uh, Daf Mem Gimel. We're starting on Daf Mem Beis Amabeis, a bunch of lines up, Amar Ula. Okay, Amar Ula, so now we're talking uh, still about the Paraduma, and we're talking about things that change what was, what was implied previously and things that keep what was implied previously the same. So Amar Ula. Kala Parshakula, if you look at the entire Paraduma, Mashma Maitz Miyad Mashma, Mashma Melu. You have sometimes a Pasuk implies something, and then a subsequent Pasuk changes what was initially implied. And sometimes a, a subsequent pasuk keeps it the same. So just as an outside example, just so we know what the heck we're talking about, one pasuk implies that it has to be done by a kain, and then a subsequent pasuk changes that it can be done by a czar. Or a subsequent pasuk will keep the implication the same, that it, that it has to be done by a kain. So let's see. It says, You should give it to a lazar to kain. It, meaning only a lazar, that paraduma had to be given to a lazar, but not other... Uh, in the future, okay, and uh, other kaihanim who have the status of Elazar, meaning Elazar was the scan coin, because at the time of the beginning of Pashas Chukas, Aaron was still alive. Ikadami, some say Lidaris Bekoyin Gadol, Ikadami Lidaris Bekoyin Hadjah. Some say, what does it mean, not La Aaron? Mean not a scan coin. So some say, not a scan coin, but Lidaris has to be done by a coin Gadol. Others say, no, it could be done by any coin. It's good according to one who said that it could be done by any kind because that oisa means a lazar, but not in the future, not a lazar. But the one who says in the future it's not the scan kind, it's the kind gadol. Where are you getting this? Where are you coming on to the kind gadol? The says, He learns out the word chuka chuka. It says chuka by chuka by zos chuka satarin. It says chuka by lahem chuka satarin by the yom kippur avoda. Just like the yom kippur avoda has to be done by kind gadol, so too paradum has to be done by kind gadol. Then it says, that you have to take it out. You can't take out another animal with it. For example, we learned in the Mishnah. Let's say this calf, did not, this paraduma, did not want to go out, right? It, it, it was fighting you. So first of all, you're not allowed to tie it with a rope and pull it because that, you would then be working with it. You would have an oil, a, a yoke on its back, and then it would be possible. So you can't pull it with a rope. So what do you want to do? You want to take out a black one with it. You want to bring out its friend. You can't take out another black one with it because people might say, oh, you know which one they did? The paraduma avayda with a black cow, a black cow. You can't even bring out two red cows because people might say that they shakhted two of them. And what's the problem with that? So Rabbi Yomer, Lehman, Hashem, who's that? That, 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 uh, um, that it's not based on a positive that we know, that Elam, Yishem, Shanem, or Oysa, Levada, because it says, you should take Vahitzi, Oysa, you should take it out, it and no other, okay? You can't even hit it to go either. You can't hit it to go either, yeah. Very, very limited in how you can move it. It's got, you got to basically, I guess... Of course, it'll give a hey. No, you got to do the carrot on yeah. the stick and lead yeah. it that way, right? But Tanakama Huxiv Isa. I, Tanakama, it says Isa. So it means that you can't take out another cow with the Paraduma. Why is he say... Uh, why, why does he say Shaloy Yaimru? Why does he give the reason? Why does he just say? It says Vaitzi Isa. It's from Shimon who learns the, 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 the reason for the Pasuk, right? So over here, it says that you're not supposed to buy an Almano that if you're going to take the, the blanket the, uh, from her, right, a mashkin, basically, you're going to have to return it every night to her. And if she's a widow, she's poor, then you're going to have to go every night, and people are going to think that she is messing, fooling around with you, and therefore you don't do it. So uh, one man, the Amr says, and therefore any almana you don't take a mashkin from. Reb Shimon says, no, you dash in time at the crop. Since the whole reason is that you're going to have to return it, if she's wealthy and she has 20 other pillows, then you're not going to need to return it, so then you're allowed to take it from a rich one. See, so he's darish time at the crop. So here also, he's darish in time at the crop. He says, the whole reason is that since people will say 
that you shechted two of them, that's why you're not allowed to do it. Okay, who cares? What's the nafkinid? You took out a donkey. Now, according to the Tanakhama, it's mutter, because no one's going to say, hey, you, you, you might have used the donkey for paraduma. But according to Rebbe, it says, Oisa. Oisa means nothing else. Okay. Then it says, You can't shecht another one together with it. You can't do two at a time. Lefanov, it says, it says, V'shachat oisa lefanov. L'rav, according to Rav, it means that he's not allowed to, they may say, not allowed to divert his attention from it. The Shmuel, according to Shmuel, according to Shmuel, so according to Rav, the coin is the one doing it. The Jeshrit itself has to be done by the coin. So it's teaching you that the coin cannot divert his attention. According to Shmuel, a czar is allowed to do it, and a lazar has to be uh, watching mm-hmm. it while he does it. Then it says the Lazar should take some of the blood with his finger. Why does it say again a Lazar? According to Shmuel here, this is an example of mashma changing what it said before. So it's saying now a Lazar. Because according to Shmuel, the previous Pasuk of Vishachat could be done by a Zar. So now the Pasuk is returning and saying back. Right, the Avoidah now is back to a Lazar. And Larav Havimir Achamir. According to Rav, it's Amir Achamir because previously, till now, it was a Lazar doing the Shechita, according to Rav. <coughs> and now it's a Lazar again. So when Amir Achamir, all the Rabbis is coming to me, that I feel like I That here, when we're talking about being Mechabal of the blood and spritzing the blood towards the, towards the base of Mikdash, that could even be done by a regular coin. The coin should take its arrows, right? This arrows, uh, the hyssop. I'm sorry, uh, cedar wood, and hyssop grass, red wool, and throw it into the, into the fire, right? So Mara says, why does it say, why do you say hakoyen? So the Shmuel, the Philip Koyen, had it according to Shmuel, who holds that what? That till now it was saying a koyen. So here, till now it was a lazar, specifically a lazar. That's why it said a lazar. means a lazar specifically, the skan koyen. So now it's again coming to change and say no more the skan koyen, but just simply any koyen. And I, the Rav, it's strict, according to Rav, you need it, you might have said that since adding this is not the actual part of the cow, you only need a kaya, it's not an avoida. The avoida is anything to do with the cow, but this is the other ingredients, and therefore you, may, you thought you may not need a kaya, so come on, therefore it's teaching you need a kaya. Then the Pazik says that the kaya should wash his clothing. It means that he has to be wearing his big day kahuna while he does it. Then it says the kaya should remain tummy until the evening. So again, why does it say again koyin? But tell me just say but tell me arerev. So it says koyin the kihuna lidaris. It means lidaris that for generations the koyin always has to be using his big day kihuna while he does the avoda, the avoda of the paradigma. Honey, the mandar malidaris b'koyin hedu shabbat. That's good. According to the mandar malidaris said that lidaris a regular koyin can do it. The mandar malidaris b'koyin gadol. But according to the mandar malidaris says that lidaris you're going up. In those days it was a scan koyin, but lidaris it's going to be a koyin gadol. So you're going to tell me in, in subsequent generations it's coin gadol. Has to coin gadol be in a mikuhuna by it? So if we need a coin gadol, we would think that if we need a coin gadol, that um, um, I'm sorry, if a coin gadol is involved in part of the avoida, and we're saying now this part of the avoida could be done by coin hedit, would we think that a coin hedit wouldn't need to wear his big day kahuna? Because if it's so machmir that you need a coin gadol involved, so much kedusha that you need a coin gadol, you would think that well, for the for the, for the other purpose, you need a coin hedit, but a coin hedit doesn't have to. It's not that holy that a coin hedit needs to wear big day kahuna. It doesn't make sense. You're going to drop down a level, you're not going to drop down two levels. You're not going to say, not only do you not need a kind gadol, but you, you could use a kind head in street clothes. You wouldn't go down two levels like that. Ain, Sigmar says, Ain, you're right. 
Right, really, I don't need to do it. I could have learned it out from a kavachomer. If I'm using a coin gadol, certainly the coin hedion has to use, has to wear a big dekuna. But sometimes the pasuk says something that I could know from a kavachomer. Okay, then it says, that someone who's tar should gather the ashes of the paraduma and put it inside the camp, outside the camp. Um, even a czar could do this. Tahar, what does it mean? Tahar, even a woman could do it. Viniach, he should place it. Mishiesh by Daslaniach means Mishiesh by Daslaniach, and it's, since the pasuk says that he should place Yatsu Cheresh you exclude these people who don't have the Das, uh, the Seichel, to to be able to put it in a proper place, meaning in a place where it's not going to become tummy. That's the point. Okay, then the Pasuk says that um, Right? That you should put it, that's the end of the Aliyah, right? So, uh, um, uh, so you should put it in spring water in a cave. No. Tanahos, we learned in the Mishnah over here, Hakok Sheer and the Kaddish, everyone is kosher to put it, in, mix the water of the ashes with the, with, sorry, to mix the ashes with the water, the Kaddish. Chutz mechereshet v'katan. Rabbi Yudah Machshib v'katan. Rabbi Yudah says the katan's okay. Upoisab Yishah. He says an androgynous, which is someone who has simonim of both, and a, a woman are puzzled. My time what's the Tanakama? Why does the Tanakama say that they should take la for for the tome, some of the actions of the paraduma? So why does it say they? To teach you that someone who was disqualified before for Vaasaf, someone who previously Vaasaf is singular, Vaasaf ishtar, singular. Now it changes from singular to plural, Vilachu. So it's adding someone who wasn't mutter before is mutter now. And who is that? And somebody who I said uh, was no good for gathering is also no good for mixing. Okay, so it's telling you it's the same people. And therefore, since a Cherishad Vikatan is excluded from doing the gathering, they're also excluded from doing the, um, the Kiddush, the, the mixing. Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Huda, uh, what's he going to say? He's going to say, Imkain Lemakra Velokach. Why does it say Velokhu? It should just say Velokach. So, my Velokhu, Afilokhan, the Pasi Lachas, and Machakasher, it's cha- changing it around. Now, this is an example of Mashma, Maitsimiyad Mashma. It's changing. Previously, it excluded a cotton. Now, this Pasuk is adding a cotton. And Ishminale, how does he know that a woman is disqualified? Because it says Venasan, right? It says Venasan Olav, Mayim Chayim. So Venasan is a Lashan Zachar, Velay Nasna, Venasna. Now, I, a lot of times in the Torah, it says things Velashan Zachar. So he says, since it switched from Velachu to not Venasnu, but Venasan is teaching you Venasan, only a man can do it, not a woman. Rabbanon, what are Rabbanon going to say? If it said all singular, I would have said, you need only one person is mutter, it's only kosher if one person does both, but if you have two people that do one of them, it's no good, so that you can even have two people gather the ashes. So why don't you say both the same plural, I would need two for each, Therefore, you could have two on one and one on the other, and everything is good. Then it says, Someone who's taught to take the A's of grass, dip it into the water, and spritz it on things that are tummy. According to Rabbanan, who said that previously the mixing of the ashes, uh, a woman is not allowed to do it, but a man is, but a, but a, but a cotton is. I, I'm sorry, a woman is allowed, but a cotton is not. So, so here, the Lokach is teaching you Ishvala Yisha. Um, uh, it says, Vetavah Pamayim Ishtar. What's Ishtar? So according to Rabbanan, Ishvala Yisha. Here we're excluding a woman. 
And what's tahar? Tahar lacher is a cotton. Even a cotton can do this. So again, mashma might be on mashma. Now I'm switching. Who's allowed to do this part of the avodah? Well, Rabbi Huda, according to Rabbi Huda, ish for like cotton. Now Rabbi Huda said a woman was 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 already no good. So here, um, a cotton is ish for like cotton. Here I'm saying a cotton is out. Tahar lacher is isha. So I'm flipping again. Mashma miyatzmi at mashma. Again, this whole thing is just showing a bunch of examples of how the inference from a later Pasuk switches who is being discussed from what's discussed in an earlier Pasuk. Now, Meisve, we learned to the Brahisa, this seems to be a riot against Rabbi Yudu. Rabbi Yudu said a woman is kosher. And he excluded a cotton. So here it says that everyone is, uh, he said a woman is kosher, right? And here we say that a, uh, that a woman is, let me just make sure I got this right. Did I say this right? It's an exception. So he says, Oh, right. So here we're saying that everyone could sprinkle. According to Rabbi Yehuda, a woman could sprinkle. But a cousin who's smart, who already has das, he could sprinkle with a woman helping him. But what do you see here? That a woman is possible, not like Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda doesn't argue. Now, if Rabbi Yehuda argued, it would have been quoted. No, the, the whole point is, since we just previously said in that Bryce over there that that um, uh, that when it comes to um, the implications, it's sometimes it's mashma might be at mashma, and sometimes it's mashma mela. Sometimes it's continuing. So that applies to everything. So I don't have to list every time the Mishnah says something. I have to list. Rabbi Yehuda argues. No, wherever it says that it, it's possible that it changes. Rabbi Yehuda's just like the Rabbanon change. I understand Rabbi Yehuda's going to change. I don't have to every time there's a change from man to woman say, well, Rabbi Yehuda would disagree, and he would say it's from man to cotton. You know, you don't have to do that. It's understood. Then the Pasuk says, These are Torah Latameh, someone who's Torah Shushpritz on someone who's Tameh on the third and the seventh day. Torah Mechlal Shu Tameh. So for the fact that it says someone who's Torah is Mashma, that he was Tameh, what does that mean he was Tameh? It's telling you specifically that it's full Yom is allowed to do the Shpritzing of the Parah Aduma. The Stukim held that he was not, because Torah beats Torah completely. And therefore the Rabbanan used to have Dafka, someone who was a full Yom, do the Shpritzing. We're, we're um, uh, uh, learning the Ion, the um, the um, Gemara about Para. They were trying to uh, gather something, right? They, they were trying to learn one Mahalach all the way through, and not this. Sometimes you switch, and sometimes you 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 keep the same. So meaning sometimes it's continuing a man, and then it's continuing the next pasuk a man, and then sometimes it's switching. Now they were trying to learn either it's always switching or it's always staying the same, and they couldn't. They brought away from it, the, the, the little translation is like a fox that goes in a plowed field, that all that it brings up with it is dust. In other words, they tried and they couldn't. There was no way of learning. No, some sukkim flip and some sukkim maintain the same. But there's no, uh, um, there's no um, um, uh, organized um, 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 methodology throughout. Okay. Then we said that a czar can do the shechita, the paraduma. Tani tani kamei derev yachinon, kala shechita skesheres bizar chutz mishal para. So Rabbi Yochanan holds, uh, no, so this uh, teacher of Brisa, taught a Brisa, that a czar is not allowed to do paradum. He could do any, any shnita but a paradum. Amal Rabbi Yochanan, Puktene Lepara. So Rabbi Yochanan told him, go teach this outside, meaning that, we never find anywhere that a czar is not allowed to do shnita. For Rabbi Yochanan, we buy a letan And not only does Rabbi Yochanan not agree with this guy who was in his Rebbe, he doesn't even agree with his own Rebbe. 
His own Rebbe of Shimon Yad Sadik says that a Zar cannot do the Shkita by a Paraduma. But Rebbe Yadkin says, I say, so we never find that a Zar is not allowed to do the Shkita. Then back to the Mishnah, the Mishnah said. So according to this, this Maskana comes out that there is a Havamid to say that there is a, that the Kohen Gadol is not required to do the Shkita. There's a have a minute to say that the Kohen Gadol is not required to do Shkita. Do Shkita on Yom Kippur? What we just said. No. I, no. See, that is different. Why? Because that's what came down. Okay. I'm not, I'm not sure. It's, it, it, you might be right. You might be right according to him. You might be right that a Zara could do it. But, okay. Now we said in the Mishnah that Kohen Gadol comes back to his power. Now, remember... Bull go, bull go, bull go, right? You guys remember my thing? Well, it's, actually, it's bull go, bull guitarist. Bull go, bull go, bull go. But first, he goes to his bull and he does vidui for himself. Then he goes and does the sayer. He does the lottery. Then he comes back and does a vidui of himself and the Bnei Aaron, the, the rest of the Kehanim. So, Frekti Gemara, Maishnam Bavidurishin Dilemma Bnei Aaron Amkidai Shecha, Maishnam Bavidurishin Dilemma Bnei Aaron Amkidai Shecha. Why is he adding the Bnei Aaron the second time around? Gemara says, Tan is very small. Kachi midas adin oisenes. This is what logic requires. Mutav yavai zaka v'yechaper alachai v'al yavai chai v'yechaper alachai. You got you got you got skeletons in your closet. You got to clean out your skeletons first, and be mechaper for yourself by doing vidui for yourself. Then you could come and be say vidui for the bnei Aaron. But if you have skeletons in your closet, you can't come and defend the other bnei Aaron. That's why you got to do it in two steps. Zokti Mishnah shchatay. The Kohen Gadol does the shchita of his own bowl. The kibav misrakas tami. Then he does the zrika. Now again, remember. He's, the puzzle doesn't say it, but the other guy is finishing off just like by the carbon tamer. He gives it to a guy. There's one guy who's basically got to stir it because he's going to be busy now with the ketairis. Then he's got to go back and, and, and come back to the, to the blood. But while he's busy with the ketairis, it can't congeal or it's going to be possible. So you need a guy to stir it. So that guy stirs it apparently on the four, fourth row of paving stones from the uh, from the um, from the base of Megdash, Kadesh lo yikar so it doesn't congeal. Not a machta of all the right shemizbech. He takes the shovel, goes up to the top of the mizbech, and pina gecholim elch melech. He basically clears aside coals to this side and to that side. V'chaisim and amu kolas pedimus. He scoops from the innermost coals, which are uh, uh, which are are, um, are hot, but they're not gl- gl- glowing red. The yarad he goes down. V'nichal haroi v'raviyish avazar. He puts the shovel on the fourth row of stones in the azara. Now the reason why he's putting it down is. These are coals. What else does he need? He needs a ladleful of the incense. So he's going to go get the incense now and come back. So meanwhile, he leaves the coals there till he gets the incense. Then he's going to come back and take them both into the Kaddish Kaddash. Okay. Every day, the Kohen would scoop up coals for the Ketairis with a shovel made of silver and pour them into a shovel made of gold. But we don't have him switching from silver to gold. Why? We don't want to tire him out. Every day the shovel contained four carbon, the one that he scooped up. And then he would take with four and then pour it into one that only fit three. We basically make him take more than he needed. But right today we only made him take three. And with that he would go in. Again, we don't want to tire him out. A little more. Every day he took six carbon, which is one. So he would take six into three. And again, Today only three. With that, you go into the Kaddish Kedashim. Now the Mishnah is going to say things that were different every day and today. Every other day the shovel was heavy. Today it was light. All these things are again not to tie around the Kohen Gadol. Today it had a long shovel because today he needed to be able to support it with his arm so that he could carry uh, that and the and the um, Kedashim. Every day it was yellow gold. Today it was red gold. 
Divrei Reb Menachem. This is the words of Reb Menachem. Why was it red gold? Oh, because that was the most chashuv. B'chol Yom Akim Pras, B'shachas, B'pras, B'nai Bayim. Every day the Kohen Gadol offers the Pras of the Ketaris in the morning and Pras in the afternoon. V'ayoyim, and today, in addition to that, Moisif from Lechafnav, he takes the two handfuls of the Ketaris, which is going Lechnaiv and Lechnaim. B'choyim Hayu Sadaka, every day was ground very fine. V'ayoyim Daka and Daka. Today they would take the Daka, the fine, and ground, grind it up again. B'choyim Kehanim, Oyim Mizrach Shokevish. Every day the Kehanim would go up the eastern side of the Mizbeach, the Yardin of the, of the ramp, I'm sorry, to the Mizbeach, the Yardin Mamar Ravai. And they would come down on the on the west on the left on the western side. Now, what, what happens is, if you're going up on the right and you're coming down on the left, or on the, if you're going up on the right and you're coming down on the, on the on the west, you're not you're not actually making a full 360. You're making about 320 degrees. But you're but but the, the difference between the western side of the kevish and the eastern side of the kevish, you're not actually walking across. But now we're going to say on Yom Kippur, he actually does a full 360. Today he goes up the middle and comes back down the middle, so it comes out that he returns to the same point that he started. Kangado always goes every day. Review this says he goes up the middle and comes down the middle. Every day the Kangado would be Makadish his feet from the Kiar. Today he does it from a golden jug. Every day he uses his own. Every day there were four piles of, of fire. Today there were five. Every day there were three. Today there were four. Every day there were two. Today there are three. And the Gemara will deal with what was the purpose of each one. Let's stop.